0: Hello and welcome to Business On Track, a podcast for business owners who are wanting to save time, earn more and grow faster with their marketing. My name is Sanjay Souza, and in this podcast, we talk to business owners who have achieved success in finding the right balance to become the happy entrepreneur they always wanted to be. So Ben had a private mailbox with uh, with us, and uh, he was getting all these parcels, and I asked him, and I saw Amazon on on the on the cover all the time, so I was curious what's inside. But um one day I I thought, what the hell? I'm going to ask him um, what's this all about, and uh, I, I realized he's actually buying books. I just wanted to know what sort of books he's buying. So one day I asked him the question, and um, ever since he decided to just open all the all his parcels in front of in front of me and we've been talking about business books um you know he buy quite a quite a bit of uh, business books and uh, he opened it up in front of us and uh, we just kept talking about business books so
1: here's ben i just um welcome to the show ben thanks sj appreciate uh, having me on here and yeah look um I was probably, you know, buying a book a week, if not more. Um, and there was that point at which you went, what are you getting You're Like, you were curious. And I, I opened a book, I think, in front of you, just because I want to get rid of the cardboard box before taking it home. And you saw the book and you're like, oh, that sounds interesting. And, um, you know, like it was a, I, I believe it was a marketing book that uh, you saw,
0: and lead, 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 in and lead,
1: leadership or marketing one or the other <laughs> yeah it was leadership marketing or personal development that's one of the three that you would have seen mostly like yes i do have diverse interests in different areas but those are probably my core sort of interests and which you know helped me in my career in uh, the things that i do as well as the thing and also you know it meant i made good uh, friends like yourself who were interested in that area and we you know built a connection there and yeah it was an interesting thing where i was yes a customer of your business mbe and um, we you know there's books coming in and you were like oh you're getting all these parcels every week and one week i just you know opened everything in there so that i could get rid of the box and uh, you saw the cover you saw the thing and it's like oh uh, what's this about and i you know talked about that particular book because was someone i was following at that stage and, um, you know, um, that's where we started off. This is, and, uh, uh,
0: this is maybe goes back to 2016. 2016. Yeah. yeah. 2016, yeah. Now, great. Ben, um, so look, my, the, the reason I wanted to have a chat to you, I could not think of any other person who's very interested in business books. And you find really good books online, too. That's, you know, most of the books I've, you have shared with me, they are very, very good books. And, and when, when we start this podcast, I thought to myself, now, Ben is, I really want to talk to Ben because this will be really good to know. How do you find good books online? I mean, it's, there's so much noise, there's so much books. And how do you find good books online, Ben?
1: Thanks, Ajay. I appreciate the fact that you um, like the fact I find, you know, certain books and um, look, there's probably certain things that I take on board when I look at books. I've bought my share of bad books um, in the past, but in doing that, I've learned certain things and I've started to look for certain signals, so to speak, of what's a good book and what's probably not so good. And it's not Um, a test, like it's not anything against any author. It's just the way it's presented. In the noise, as you said, um, there has to be compelling things that just pull you, draw you in and buy. Now, if I was looking for a physical book to buy, usually it's either coming from a recommendation of a mentor or a coach or someone I really, really trust. And I've learned so much from that person that there is a level of internal trust when they say i read this book and i got this out of the book and i'm interested in that specific area whether it's personal development psychology sales marketing business in general whatever area it is i'll go i'll buy the book because it's someone i trust and there is that you know level of trust that i have and obviously in those cases if i have more than two or three bad books for by the same person, then I stop trusting that person. There's also that authority, uh, narrative. credibility,
0: people... and credibility exactly. on online. Yeah, look. Um, yeah. So, so I, I look. I, I think that's uh, that's a very very good point. Uh, when you're buying a book, uh, the the credibility and visibility online, the you know the the reviews and all that stuff are really important when someone's actually making uh, that buying decision. Um, Look, um now the other question I wanted to ask. Look, I, I have a I have a graphic design background, so I really wanted to ask you this question. How much is, is it important for you to have a good title and a subtitle and a front cover uh, in a book? I mean, yeah, before I tell tell you about my my personal choice, I, I'd like to ask from you. What is that important, the title, the subtitle and the front
1: cover. I believe so, because um, especially if I'm buying the book from Amazon and Amazon Kindle, and look, this is from someone who has bought 2,700 Kindle books uh, from Amazon over the last eight or nine years. Um, So I do buy a lot of books um, and there are certain signals that get my attention. And just to make the point, I'll pick one book out uh, from my collection of books, and I had that here, because this book here, "The Millionaire Fast Lane," yeah, one of the best books I've ever read. But I was um, uh, this came to my attention, and this is like I think uh, the second or third a- a version of the cover that's here, and this one's a lot more cleaner. Okay, um, when I f- was first told about this book by people in the online business uh, sort of arena there was a uh, uh, the cover of the book had this lamborghini sitting in there and i i had had bad experiences with you know the get rich quick sort of mentality so which meant i went no nah, this is absolutely rubbish it looks like a get rich quick thing i'm not gonna buy it but i kept hearing this is the best book ever, sort of thing, from multiple people who were who had gone from being unsuccessful to successful in business. So finally, um, so in re-
0: is, that, is that readers uh, or or people actually people who read the book read the book. Eventually, eventually, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah.
1: And and they pretty much said most of the people who read it benefited from it mm. in their reviews in Amazon said skip the cover don't look at the cover just buy the book and read the book it's by someone who has already done what they're doing uh, unlike a lot of people in the online space where they all make out they're doing stuff but nothing's done so i had heard of the book probably early 2013 but it was mid to late 2014 when i bought the book so that much time i wasted before i bought the book but by the time um, this cover had come onto Kindle as well, and I was a little bit more receptive to it. So, the title of the book is very important, um, and the subtitle is very important because that's where you really show your unique way of capturing the uh, attention of a person. Yeah, yeah. Because there's so many books there. Yeah. But if you can have that unique um, subtitle that captures the right attitude of the person that you can uniquely help you can stand stand um, out from the crowd Crowd. and uh, help the right person that you are uniquely placed to help you're not there to help everybody in the world yeah at least not initially maybe when you get to the point of being like the tony robbins of the personal development industry or something like that maybe yes you can but when you start especially when you're starting out this is what um does that yeah and cover look, make sure you it is aligned with the kind of people that you're attracting. Um, and in my case, as I said, because I was jaded at that stage when I saw the Lamborghini, as much as I love the Lamborghini and that is my dream car, I felt that it was a Get Rich Quick book and I missed for 18 months mm. the good quality mm-hmm. advice that's in this book because of that. And I'm very thankful that finally I did buy the book and read the book. And so I say to anyone who... Um, uh, friends who've written books or are thinking of writing books i say to them look make sure the cover art is decent yep. Um don't make sure you're not putting off your target market that you can help yeah that's the main thing
0: that's that's a that's a very very valid and a, and a very good point now i was going to ask you this next question you know can you give me an example of where you have been two minds to buy a book and then something changed and, you know, and it made it easier for you to make the uh, the purchase decision and you already answered the question. So that's a cover and the subtitle. Is there anything else um, you were in two minds and there was something that actually made you buy the book?
1: I mean, uh, the headline and cover, is important yes uh the next thing if i'm buying off amazon is reviews so if there's good reviews and it matches the message of the book and the outcome of the book then yes uh, fantastic but also the thing is um i think at least i think a lot of people do do a lot of research on who the author is yeah so if you're a person who is for example writing about business I wanna know if I'm buying your book, I wanna know that you have started a business that is not in the business of teaching how to start a business, but rather having started a business in some other area, been successful and you're sharing what you've learned from there into this area. Similarly, I don't wanna learn from someone who, like if I'm trying to lose weight, for example, I don't wanna learn from someone who's never been fat. Mm. If it's someone who's been fat, who's actually learned things that worked for people who are fat and can put it in a way that's relatable, I'll buy it.
0: Yeah.
1: And so that's the thing we've got to think about. Like no matter what industry you're in, if you have someone you have either helped or you've been in that situation in that market. Yeah. Yeah. In the past, you have more credibility with your story Plus also other people talking about you saying, hey, um, this person did this, achieved this, and then wrote this book and I learned from this and got the same sort of result. And that's the credibility and authority that you build with your books, with your presence online, whether that's um, in the example of this guy, MJ DeMarco, he doesn't have a big um, YouTube presence or Instagram presence or anything like that. His main thing is he's got that book um, and he's got a forum that is his own forum that he's built and he helps people in there. And that's not his business. His business, he's built businesses um, and he's sold businesses that he's built and he's invested that money into things. So he doesn't need to work to do what he's doing. What he does is because he loves doing it. Yeah. And that's the thing, yeah. uh, finding, you know. Um, so you've got to find what your... Um, area of supporters. So you could be someone who loves being on Facebook, maybe Facebook group is your oldest thing. Maybe you love being on Instagram, then maybe Instagram is your area where you have followers that join after buying the book. Um, You might be someone who loves LinkedIn, because you're an expert that has a presence in LinkedIn. And then that's your uh, area. As much as anyone would say, you know, follow the Bright and shiny, uh, where every attention is today. I personally believe that you've got to follow where you can provide the best value, but also what you would feel comfortable doing and what's you relevant for up. you.
0: Enjoy. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, um, I, I uh, this actually this morning um, I saw this uh, LinkedIn post from Jack. Uh, Jack, it was interesting. There was a there was a um paused compare uh, saying a skinny sharp pencil saying to a color pencil saying, uh, look, oh, I'm not colorful like you, and then the the colorful picture of uh pencil was saying, oh, I'm not sharp like you. So, you know, mm-hmm. when the moment you start comparing to others and yeah you 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 lose the personality uh um you know you need to you need to read and do everything what's relevant for you there's so much noise out there and it is very difficult to find what's actually relevant for you and you know you made a good point it's um it's it's all about relevance
1: um yeah relevance and also amplifying the characteristics of the people Of yourself, yeah, that the people that you can uniquely support and help with your work, whether it's a book, coaching program, whatever it is, that you can uniquely help, yeah, that attracts them, yeah. So if there's a part of your story that's going to attract someone, use that, amplify that, yeah, that's you, that is uniquely you. No one can copy that,
0: yes, that's it.
1: They can't do it the way you are, no, no, that's basically, yeah, look, um.
0: Now we discussed, discussed a few things about how you got to know all these good books online and how do you differentiate good books from bad books? My next question will be during the purchase decision or when, when you're just about to buy a book, how important it is to have a preview of the table of content before the purchase?
1: I think it's crucial, especially in today's day and age of Amazon. Like, yes, there are times when um, you know you buy books through an advertisement on Facebook or something like that as a free free plus shipping style offer where you might buy a book. But the thing is, that book's like seven, 10, 15 dollars uh, that you pay for shipping um, along with a book. And in that case, you might think, oh, it's 15 bucks even if it's not great, I'll um, deal with it. But if you're someone who buys a lot of books, but also is looking to solve a certain problem, for example. And for me, the thing is, if I'm buying a whole book, I don't have to have every part of this thing uh, be relevant to me. What I do need is maybe one or two chapters in one whole book that is relevant to my problem right now. So if I can see that part of it. And preview, look, uh, it's um, the art of copywriting. So um, you have to pretty much grab someone (laughs) and get the attention from the preface in in and of itself. And the really good uh, authors, they know this and understand this and from preface there are storylines that pull you into the book and then um, you start with uh, in the storytelling and marketing worlds there's things called open loops so you start open loops in the preface and the chapter one and let people read the preface and chapter one open all those loops that have to be closed in your book so I've bought probably hundreds of books because I've loved the table of contents, what it says there. I've loved the preface of, um, you know, what it's about. I've loved uh, someone else saying, you know, this is how this person impacted my life. And then chapter one kind of introduces the concept of the book. It says the what of the book, not the how-to, and drags you to want to read the rest of the book. And I've bought hundreds, hundreds of books. Um, I'll see the preview in Kindle and go, yep, I'll buy this. It's fine. It's five bucks, eight bucks, 10 bucks, 15 bucks, 20 bucks. You know, it's not a big deal in the first world. Like in the Western world, it doesn't matter. Yes, I understand in the third world country like India or Sri Lanka or whatever it might be, it's a different ball game. And obviously I'm pretty sure Amazon has some algorithms in there to be able to price it to the market Critic, thing, but let's really talk evil. about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And so like looking at the Western world, I think anywhere between about $3 to $10 is almost an impulse purchase. And then from 10 to $20, if it's a Kindle book, for example, you need to demonstrate a bit more value because people are thinking I can spend the 20 bucks and buy another book that's in physical form in my hand, Rather than buying a Kindle book that's twenty bucks, so you have to really demonstrate value there, which means credibility, authority, good reviews, all that sort of thing play a huge part. Uh, but if you're a new author, start from that under under five dollars for the first maybe hundred or thousand people who buy it, and then slowly raise your price. And yeah, most even big big name people that I follow personally, when they do a launch, they start at ninety nine cents. For their books yeah even big credible people sometimes they might have a pre-sale where people buy for like eight dollars nine dollars but then after a week or two after they've done their launch they do a launch to their list at 99 cents and then slowly go up to like five dollars and then go back to that ten dollars sort of mark that their publisher gets to so yeah there's different ways to do it um yeah but the table of contents preface first chapter that's where you Crucial. suck people yeah. in. Get, in, get them involved in the story that you have to shape their sure. life and transform their life, and that's where everything is. That's where you get the sale, basically.
0: Look, um, when when I listen to you, like, for the last 20 minutes, is that fair to say it's all about clarity, getting clarity about, the you know, why you're buying the book, and it is actually building readers or the audience's Confidence to purchase a book? Is is that, is that, that sounds like the crucial thing here? Uh, it just, you need to, you know, customer, you know, there, there are all these books out there and they're competing on each other. But the only difference I can see is as the author or the marketing company around that author need to build that confidence in the reader that this is going to provide an outcome for the client or the customer
1: basically like you've 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 got the big picture of yes, um one of the things that I would go a little bit you know like uh deeper in that is the clarity bit where you wanna demonstrate in that uh in the blurb that you have in the Kindle page or sales page, depending on how you're gonna sell it, and the preface um you know the back cover and all that sort of thing. use every bit of real estate possible to grab people's attention, but use that to demonstrate that you understand the problem yeah. that your target market is struggling with. They've probably read hundreds of or maybe not hundreds, but tens of books around the same business area or same health area or same personal development area, time management, productivity, whatever your area is. They've probably read the classics of the thing, but they didn't get the result. Why? Yeah. So if you've already read the classics and you've struggled and then found a way that's your unique way, you can then say, hey, I've read all these things that you probably have read as well, but this is what I found and demonstrate that you completely understand where they are here and that you know how to go here. Mm-hmm. And that that demonstration of saying, I have gone from here to here. and my book has everything that it takes to understand the what to take you from here yeah. to here. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. That's okay. the character. Yeah. Yes. If you can clarify this A to B yeah. bit, yeah, most people don't even care about the cost because they understand it's an investment into someone else's struggles and everything to get the result. 100%. And they're sharing that.
0: First of all, thank you again. Thank you so much for that um, insight. I mean, you know, you, when when I actually start thinking about taking people on board to share thoughts and knowledge and the, and the experience, I I I thought you you will have a lot of value points to share with us, and 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 I was hundred percent right because that was very valuable. Thank you so much. Now let's um, put this business to aside. Um, do you want to tell a bit about you, Ben? Who are you? Where are you? And I know you left uh, me here hanging in Victoria and moved to New South Wales. I know that much, but um, you know, tell me a bit, bit about you.
1: Yeah, so um, as uh, SJ, you mentioned earlier, my f- name is Ben Solomon. Um, I used to live in Melbourne, Victoria uh, since about 2007. Before that I lived for a part of my life in India, where my parents are originally from, but I was born and brought up in the Middle East. Uh, So I have, you know, diversity of um, people I've uh, lived with, people I've worked with, people I've gone to school or whatever, with. so I've got that uh, diversity in experience and understanding different cultures, different people. But also, um, I guess in some sense um, was really blessed that, The move from Victoria to New South Wales, where um, my family and I are living at the moment, happened just as lockdown number one was going to start in Victoria. It's like, look, there is some, you know, like I, I believe, you know, as a Christian that God did what he did. But eventually, no matter what anyone's belief is, there is something bigger than us that is guiding the flow of life. And it brought us and there's so many things that I can uh, talk, but you know, I'm here where I am. Um, I used to work in IT where again, we both had commonalities there. Um, and then I went into IT management and I believe when we met, I was already uh, in IT management from memory. And then I, yeah and uh, that's where a lot of the business books helped me in improving myself understanding business which meant I could add really a lot of value into the businesses that I was working at even though I wasn't you know doing core business as such if you want to look at it that way and then I came to New South Wales as a director of technology Um, enjoyed what I did for a period of time that was there and again now I've gone into a, a different path which is Doing account management, sales, and doing it remotely in a business that does a lot of their work remotely. So I'm enjoying that part of it as well. And I continue to buy books, <laughs> buy lots of books, to the chagrin of my wife, who keeps going, "You need to get rid of some books." <laughs> no, you don't have to. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, look. Um,
0: oh, look, I, I, I'm sorry, but I have to go back and you know talk about your books again. Mm-hmm. The, like all the books you opened in front of me, the, they were great books. Like they they were they all had things you can actually take. I mean, also you were right before. Sometimes you don't buy a book to read from page, like especially business books. I'm not talking about fiction. I've never read fiction in my life. I don't okay. think I ever will. Really just it's not it's just not me. Uh, but business books, you know, they you don't read from page one to uh, the end page. There are every every book exists for a reason, and they all have merit. Uh, so, you know, some of the things you already know, some of the things you want to confirm, some of the things you you didn't know, some of the things you want to experience. But um, you know, I've never come across a book I read from page one to the last page and thought, oh, I had no idea. Like there are. I think I think authors are smart enough to make it relevant so that um, you know it doesn't sounds like it's actually all ro- robotic in a sense like you know what I mean they um, I think especially um, Australian author aw- authors the uh, uh, their market it's it's they make it very relevant. most of the books are very relevant, and it's very easy to digest but but again, none of the books actually have from page one to in page um, or, or you know there are there's only certain things you can take and you know make it work but yeah. look um, now, what are you looking for what what do you look forward to uh, Ben? I know you're um you're very excited about look uh, I'm going to because I have. I had chats with you offline, so I'm just gonna put it out there. I know you're very excited about about uh, getting your uh, business uh, um, business up and running, and and it is a very exciting area. Um, let me just uh, let let me just ask you the question. So, what are you doing? I know you're you're just about to launch a new venture. So, what are you just about to do?
1: Yeah. Look. Um, thanks for the question. Like. As we've said, it's it's a journey that's been happening for a long time. I started, yeah, like in terms of books and stuff, uh, unlike you, um, I actually started from fiction, fiction and fantasy. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah. fiction and fantasy was yeah. my thing. When I was in school, I wasn't the guy who would sit in class. So I usually either ended up in the library reading, you know, your secret sevens, famous fives, that sort of thing. Or borrowing that book and sitting in the back bench and reading under the desk while they were talking about maths or some other subject
0: oh look i i, I have to <laughs> i have to interrupt um famous five i i was wrong um famous five is fiction isn't it i did read famous five
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, sorry.
1: No, keep going. <laughs> yeah so like that's my younger days and then um, when i went to university i found that i was a little bit you know, on the nerdier, shyer side, which is why I ended up doing engineering, but um, I actually found a book called um, How to Talk to Anyone by the author Lyle Launders, and that kind of changed the way I perceived reality of how people, you know, um, look at me or talk to me and things like that, and it was not about me, but about how I presented myself. Again, that changed my life, which then brought me into the nonfiction sort of thing, started reading books like um seven um uh, habits of uh, highly successful people and you know those usual classic things that then led me down to robert kiyosaki's uh, rich dad poor dad which then completely flipped flipped my mind from the employee mindset to wanting to do a business which is how you know uh, books are bought and we met and all that sort of thing happened and in that along the way i re- read a lot about you know business marketing I was uh, getting coached and mentored by leaders in the newer era of business, so to speak. So when I got into this techno like I-, I did try to start like a health coaching business at one point, I tried to do some, you know, I was doing affiliate marketing, which, you know, kind of got a bit um, boring to me, I suppose. I tried to do some marketing consulting and, uh, um, you know, Agency work, so to speak, but then once I got into IT management, it just became too busy. I was having two-hour commutes every day, plus I was working there eight to ten hours a day, so it was ten to twelve hours. Plus, you know, kids. I had two kids at now, yeah, two kids at that stage, and now three. It meant I couldn't really focus on business as such, even though I did try a few things. But what I did find in all these journeys, I found that. As part of my leadership role, I was great at coaching. I loved coaching. And the people that I coached actually got so much out of it. They, they, If I could give them tiny insights, every time we had a conversation, if I can give them one tiny insight that just flipped the way they looked at the world, they then went on to do great work and enjoy the work that they did. And that was, you know, for me as a leader, I was like, wow, this is fantastic. This is an exponential thing that I can help other people do. And in that process, you know, learned more about coaching, learned more, uh, used that, again, to help my team, help my leadership as such, and all that sort of thing. And finally, even though in 2016, 2017, we, I think, were talking about, you know, why don't you start sharing things about what you're doing at work, In the busyness of everything, as I was saying, 60 plus hour work weeks, plus family and sport and everything else that I was doing, plus reading all these books, didn't have the time to do it. Um, I sometimes wish I had, but I didn't. And you can't go back and plant a tree five years back. Now, what I'm doing is um, over the last hundred or so days, I've uh, put together pretty much a brain dump of all the stuff. That I would like to share with if someone wants to go into IT management, technology management, engineering management, that I would like to share with them and say, look, if you get these things right, you're good. You you should be able to get into that role, position yourself with your unique strength, not as, you know, um, be somebody else, but be yourself and position yourself. So the next stage for me is obviously getting into that stage of coaching more. Um, doing it with uh, probably more one-on-ones initially, and then going to like a group coaching environment where I can help more people while getting similar great results for them, getting great outcomes for them and helping them become great leaders. I see that as my exponential, you know, like uh, there's a uh, thing in golf. If you're someone who plays golf, um, if, if you get it wrong by, 1 degree in uh, where you get the face hitting the ball the trajectory is 20 40 50 whatever degrees yeah. bad when it goes um up there and forward yeah similarly if i can make a tiny impact help people get that one 1 degree right to where they can you know do their best work be the best leader that they can be to their teams I think I've, I would have done my work in this yeah. world. So again, Look, that's um, what I'm heading to. Now, just uh,
0: just on that note, like you know, you you have been on both side of the world, been a employee, a manager, a business owner, and mm-hmm. your, your entrepreneurship, all these sort of things. So. Do it. What skills do you think you should have learned in school would have helped you just be, you know, get a business up and running?
1: I think learning how to unlearn a lot of the things that we learn <laughs> in our school systems is a yeah. very important thing. Um, look, unfortunately, this might be, especially in the entrepreneurial arena, this might be something that we all make fun of is that the education system, whether it's in India, whether it's in the Middle East, like you know, I did most of my schooling, um, or in Australia, because I worked in the school system for many years, like you know, it's designed and built for an era that doesn't, that doesn't exist anymore. It is built for the industrial era. It doesn't exist anymore. We need to have our education system different. Unfortunately, that's not happening, which means we need to educate ourselves to. Unlearn the bad habits. As an entrepreneur, no one's there to tell you, do this, do that. You've got to figure it out. So, being able to problem solve, understanding basic finances, uh, profit and loss, PL, um, how cash comes in, cash goes out, how you categorize things. Basic, you don't have to be an accountant. Basic understanding of the important aspects, very important. Marketing and sales, like, especially in our space, the Uh, like because i come from an engineering background anyone who is in a professional arena like engineering um, or some professional degree holder thinks that sales is bad i've heard this from so many tech people that it blows my mind without people understanding that every moment you open your mouth you're selling yep whether it's the fact of selling the fact that you don't like sales yep. <laughs> or selling them on an idea that you have for yep. a better world that you can co-create with your team.
0: I could You're not, selling. yeah, I could not agree with you more. It's, it's, it's amazing how many people actually hate sales and the word sales and marketing. But the, the, the reality is every minute we'll live, sorry, having, having a conversation with someone, we're selling ourselves, we're marketing ourselves and that's if if we don't understand the fundamentals about marketing, uh, it's very difficult to explain that how it works in a in a business. Um, mm-hmm. Look, uh, I think I think marketing have a bad reputation. Uh, I think it's given by the some of the people actually in the industry as well. It's um, so, but marketing is so important. It is marketing is is about all about getting clarity to what's what's a, what, what are those product or a service stand for it's nothing nothing else it's just there is a better It's just to show people there is a better way there yeah, is a better way an to answer. live there is an answer you don't have to do it this way there is a better way and a, a much easier way um look I, I think you and I—we have these uh, conversations offline all the time—and really, really appreciate all these conversations or uh, conversations. But um, we can we can sit here all day, all day, and talk about it. But uh, look, thank you so much, Ben. Look, where can we find you? Um, do you have a website? Do you have um, a LinkedIn page where we can connect with you?
1: I think the. Probably the most basic place to find me is Ben Solomon. Uh, so it's B E N S O L O M O N dot com dot co. Um, that connects out to everywhere else. And depending on where what your interest is, you could probably find the right channel. Um, so it does connect to my uh, technology leadership coaching uh, uh, page, also other talks that I've done and things like that. So there's a lot of stuff that comes in there so that's probably the best place to go and look one thing that if i can leave people on is depending on the value of your book don't be afraid to price it high once you've gotten past your initial launch sort of thing there are books that sell for 50 70 100 dollars even in the fiction uh, not fiction sorry in the business sort of era like this uh, this book for example um, to buy this in australia um, Paperback was 70-something dollars. Um, most people may balk at it going, oh, it's just, you know, a n- normal book should be like 20-something dollars and why are we spending 70 or 80, whatever dollars? And similarly, like this book here, um, 16-word sales letter, the Kindle version of this is um, in Australian um, uh, Amazon store, it's like $50, I think, from memory. And in the US, um, Amazon uh, Kindle store it's $36. It used to be. And even this physical book, I believe it was $65 that I spent to buy. And it's like um, 80, 90 pages or something like that. But why did I spend that, this thing, again, credibility, the people who, everyone who has recommended the book, they come with their pedigree. So those things are more important. Um, Obviously, if you're going to charge that much, make sure you deliver the content in there, because um, if your business depends on your book for um, either coaching, consulting, whatever. You're judged based on what's in there. Yeah. We may not read the whole book before getting your services, but the first um, one, two, three chapters that has to grasp enough of the mindshare of people to go, I need this person's help. So yeah, yeah that's basically what I wanna leave people on.
0: Thank you, Ben. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, i'm pretty sure we'll catch up again in another episode uh thank i'm just gonna i'm just gonna um what look sorry i did i did uh, come across something else i wanted to ask um let's see if i can still remember that um actually, you know what it's very interesting you you answered you, you actually just answered questions before i asked them it's very interesting because <laughs> I was gonna ask you Buy about
1: <laughs> I was gonna
0: ask you a, a, a couple of other things and but you you actually pretty much covered pretty much I wanted to ask you. Now you have heard from one of the best customers I I can ever imagine for a, a business author author um how they select books and how what sort of things they're looking to when they're making their buying decision. So thank you for that insight. And if you want to find out more and or reach out to Ben, um, just go to www.bensolven.co and um, have a good night. Thank you for listening to the Business on Track podcast. Our aim is to inspire entrepreneurs in finding the right balance that helps them grow through strategic marketing. You can find out more about how Business on Track can help you by visiting our LinkedIn page or by visiting our website, businessontrack.com.au.